music, arts, and lifestyle. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, you know, it's really rare to see a film today that has purpose, meaning, and a message. Where Hope Grows, written and directed by Chris Dowling and opens May 15th, is a movie that takes you on a journey of hope, love, and second chances. Now, Chris is here to talk about the making of the film, why you need to see it, and the unlikely 21-year-old star of the movie. The movie's called Where Hope Grows. Chris Dowling joins our show. Welcome to the show, Chris. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I love that little ditty. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. It's great to have you with us. Okay, so now let's first talk about the inspiration for the movie. What kind of inspired you to write this film in the first place? For me, I, you know, I started writing it as I wanted to see a man being introduced to childlike faith because in theory, childlike faith it sounds like something that it just seems simple. You know, as you become older and you become an adult, like, it's actually, it's, it's, it's not as easy as it seems, you know, becoming analytical and whatnot. And so I wanted this man who, for all intents and purposes, had it all, and now he's broken, and he's down, and he gets introduced to childlike faith, and it's how that rocks him to his core. And in doing so, uh, you know, I created a character that is the bearer of this childlike faith, and it happened to be an individual that has Down syndrome basically get to see the world through this character's name is Produce, and we get to see the world through his eyes and how that affects the main star, Calvin. Okay, now Produce is his nickname because he works in a grocery store, right? Correct. Casting that role, how did you go about finding the right person to play that role? Yeah, you know what, we can actually say we had a worldwide search, uh, which is pretty cool. We even had a Shakespearean actor with Down syndrome from Australia send in a tape, and he was amazing wow. Wow. actually throughout the whole states we had a casting directors that were fantastic they found us some really good people but um we kept hearing about this guy david DeSanctis, in kentucky and one of the producers was out there and he from probably three or four different people said you gotta meet david you gotta meet david and so he went to uh, lunch with him and he called me and said hey this guy's this guy's really good he's never acted before but man he's he's got this personality so david sent in a tape and it wasn't the best tape, to be honest with you. Like, his acting was uh, was definitely not some of the better uh, acting we'd seen, but his personality was so uh, just magnetic and so huge. And so after a while, we just said, you know what? We're going to be shooting in Kentucky. Let's roll the dice with the kid who's never acted before, and we're just going to take his charisma, and, and we're going to see what he can do. Wow. Okay. And so did you have challenges with that because of his lack of acting experience, or was your gamble right? You know what? It's, it's interesting um, because David DeSanctis, the human being, is, for all intents and purposes, I would say, fearless. Okay. And I think that's what a lot of first-time actors get in the way is the first time okay. on set. They kind of that fear and they start being real self-conscious. Well, David doesn't really have that. Okay. And so it was a beautiful thing. And David came in, and I had preconceived notions of what he was going to be capable of doing. And, I mean, he just eviscerated him. He blew me away every day constantly i've got goosebumps right now just talking about it like honestly he was it was it's remarkable and when you see his performance it will shatter everything that you think someone with down syndrome can achieve wow writer director chris dowling here on the mulberry lane show telling you all about his brand new movie where hope grows what kind of director are you especially since you wrote the film how much interpretation room was there for the actors 
Yeah, I rule my set with an iron fist. No, um, <laughs> Somehow I don't uh, think that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, you know what? I'm pretty laid back as a director. Um, I always live by the idea that you treat everyone with respect, and that's okay. from lead actor to production assistant. Uh-huh. And then everyone feels like they're part of the team, and nobody wants to play hard for a coach they don't like. And so when you actually have everyone as a team and as a family, we all want to work with each other. And so my set is pretty open, and I love collaboration. So I let... David and Chris Palaha, who does an amazing job as Calvin and all the actors. We, we would get there and we would, you know, we see what's on page. And we wanted the film to feel very authentic and very real. Okay. And so if as we're doing the lines, if we're like, yeah, you know what? It, it made sense on page, but this doesn't really sound like a real conversation. Let's make it real. And so we would just have conversations. I would let the camera run a lot of times, much longer than the scene. And we would find little moments in there. We'd try okay. things different ways. And the actors were so present and they were so good and delivered such great performance is that, I mean, you really walk away, you get invested very early with these characters because you just believe them and they're relatable and it sounds like real people having real conversations. And then did any of the scenes turn out completely differently than you had written? Yeah, actually. I mean, we would show up sometimes on set, which is probably the actor's worst nightmare, and I'd be like, hey, uh, the scene is, is completely different than what you were prepared to do. Instead of doing this, uh, I just decided we're going to do this instead. Okay. And we'd roll okay. with it. Uh, and there's some beautiful things that happen. One of the best scenes in the entire film takes place Calvin basically bottoms out and hits his low point and he's back in his old high school where he used to be this you know hero and he's hitting baseballs um, as he's completely drunk and he's just hitting these baseballs and it just so happened that that was the out of our whole shooting schedule there was two days where it, it rained this day it came down like a monsoon oh. I mean I'm saying oh. production value it is insane oh. and it makes this scene so cinematic and so huge um, the only thing I could do I was just like hey thank you lord for that one because it was crazy <laughs> he was putting um, in his two cents there huh <laughs> uh, hey it was more than two cents I can tell you because shoot that uh, with that uh, would uh, be really expensive uh, to shoot that with uh, bringing in rain towers uh-huh. I bet so now talk about the other actors in the film yeah, it's a great cast, and it's really cool because a lot of the cast is like television actors or maybe some actors that you remember from things in the past, and so like when you hear it, you might go, oh, well, they're not film actors, but when you watch the film and we keep getting this note from Exit Polls Everything, the performances are so real and so good. It made my life easy, but Brooke Burns, who... You know, she was on Baywatch, and, and uh, Chris Palaha, who plays Calvin, he's amazing, and he's um, currently on a show called Backstrom on Fox. Billy Zafka, who was Johnny and the Karate Kid. and How many films can say that they have a scene where Winnie Cooper from The Wonder Years is reading the Bible to Johnny Lawrence from The Karate Kid? <laughs> so it's a great cast. Alan Powell, who was the lead in the movie called The Song, and who's a band called uh, Anthem Lights, yes. is in it. he's fantastic. And Michael Grant, who was in Secret Life of American Teenager. Oh, uh... McKaylee, who plays the daughter, she's amazing. She's on Heart of Dixie. Okay, uh, yes. So the best part is everyone believes in the film and its message. Mm-hmm. Chris Klein, Nicole Schwerzinger, and Goldie Hawn were at the L.A. premiere of the film. So that was pretty cool, too. Yeah, you know, we've had such awesome support with this. Like, people that are seeing it are really touched by it. Chris is a buddy of mine, and he is just an awesome human being. He's had a uh, public battle with sure. addiction, and mm-hmm. he's been sober, and he's and so it was great. He was one of the first people I showed the movie to. And Goldie coming out and watching it, Nicole, um, and we've had a lot of other support. Like, we got to show the trailer at Joel Osteen's church, which was crazy, okay. and Joel's been awesome with that. And then we've gotten people like Gwen Stefani has tweeted for, you know, just like, there's just been a lot of 
celebrity awareness with it, and celebrities like movies too, and so they're uh, they're really responding to it, and we appreciate that, and we're very blessed to have people in that kind of stature that would go out, you know, and support a film like this. Right. Chris Dowling, writer and director of the brand new film, Where Hope Grows, opened on Friday. In the Nebraska area, you can catch the movie at Twin Creek 16 in Bellevue, Highway 370 and 36th Street. And we'll be back with more from Chris. Keep it right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. I've been running through rain that I thought would never end. Trying to make it on faith in a struggle against the wind.